Welcome to the Heroes of Cancer podcast. My name is Arshia Yadav and today I would like you to step into the shoes of our members. Now imagine moving to a new country far away from home, family and the comfort of a loving environment. You need to make a sustainable income and support your family. It's frightening and overwhelming to get on the plane and start a whole new life in an alien world. In this new world, you dedicate yourself to hard work with the thought of your family back at home proudly smiling at you and enjoying a better life because of your financial support. Fast forward a couple of years ahead and imagine everything you built coming crashing down when your local doctor tells you that you have cancer. Who do you turn to? Who will support and take care of you? What treatments will you have to do? Do you have insurance? How long will your savings and insurance last? It's so difficult to answer these questions at this stage or to even predict what lies ahead. Now we search the region for people who have fought or who are helping others in their fight against cancer and bring you their stories of hope and strength. These stories inspire us and many others who are going through this daunting journey alone. In today's interview, we are lucky to spend some time with Maya. She is seen as an angel for many who are battling cancer and who are far away from home. Her story is one that will open your eyes to the goodness that exists in this world. We were amazed by her selfless dedication to helping her sister and many patients fight cancer. Follow us now as we dive deeper into her journey to find out where this passion to help, guide, and support others came from, what it has helped her achieve, and where it will take her in the future. I've been here in Dubai for 16 years and my sister's name is Jo. One day, me and my sister was called by a doctor and then they announced that she had a cancer. So it's a bad news for both of us. First thing that comes to my mind is what happened next. What will be the situation? What her situation and what will be my situation after that? But then God, it's so good to me and then he reminds me that everything will be in control. So I heard a voice actually saying that I'm a people God and I will provide. That's the very sounds that I've heard when the news comes to me. So the doctor said immediately your sister have to undergo an operation because the cells, the cancer cells, very active. So we didn't waste any time, but we go for second option, first option, fourth option, so that she will be convinced. So that on her part, and also for my part, at the end, no one will be blamed. That is my concern. Though I know it is long procedure, and it's not just one click, it will happen, no. Because the involved is money and time. And she also have work, we're both working, and I don't know what will be the procedure. But what I said, I'm going back again to what I've heard. God is faithful, and I will provide everything. That's it. So I hold on that promises. You know that cancer is very expensive. One shot costly 12,000 dirhams. And during that time, the insurance of my sister already cut. So we have nothing to do. I already loaned. She also loaned. I borrowed money. She already borrowed money. And I sell t-shirts. So my companies were so supportive to me. And her company is also supportive to her. Which really I appreciate the goodness of God in our life. Because like what I've heard 
from the first day, God will provide and God provide and God is faithful. Really, I'm so blessed. That's also the reason why we come up with the word blessed. As you can see, cancer costs are overwhelmingly expensive. The sisters were scared that they were nearing the limits of Josefina's insurance. The growing financial burden of treatment started looming dangerously close. They did not know what to do, so seeked help through posts in local newspapers. Well, as fate and luck would have it, someone very special came along to support them. Lama Riachi, a cancer survivor. One time, we had an interview with National College, Filipino Community. We also appeared in Yahoo Maktoub and all newspaper here and no one responds for two days and the chemo will go for two days and we don't have still money so when I think that we have short span of time to catch the 12,000 I don't know what I'm going to do actually that night I'm so tired and I don't know what I'm going to do so what I did is I just prayed to God and say, Lord, I give everything to you. I'm holding that newspaper in front of my bed. And then I said, I'm crying for the whole day. And I said, Lord, really, I give up. Give me rest tonight. And I call all my friends to pray for me. So that, you know, the person who will read that newspaper will be moved, will be touched, touched by God. As soon as I... Uh, put down the newspaper on my bed because really I'm so tired I receive text messages and that text messages asking for she want to help 11 o'clock in the evening I said oh she's still awake and at this hour she want to help my sister so at that time I said can we do it tomorrow <laughs> because I'm so tired <laughs> I'm so tired and then the next day, she called me again and then she asked me, how is my sister and how is the treatment, like that, and it goes on. So, so it goes along the way. Actually, she helped my sister for one chemo, which is one shot, just to prolong the, the treatment. Mm-hmm. And then I said, how oh, I can help her? In what way? Because that 12,000 is too much for us. Mm-hmm. And I'm just only earning not much. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sending money to Philippines. I have mouth to feed in Philippines, same as my sister also. She have kids to send to, to school. And how we can give it back, that money to the sponsor. God gave me wisdom. So every morning, I include Lama to my quiet moment, to my quiet time. I send messages to her every 5 o'clock in the morning. Continuously for 6 months. Spiritual word. And then after 6 months, we meet personally. We're just only talking by WhatsApp. And then I asked her one time, can you help me? Because I don't know what my sister is. Every time she's asking me what the best food she will go to eat. I'm not vegetarian. I don't have any idea what is the best food or organic food that I'm going to give to her. Can you advise me? So Lama said, why can't you create a WhatsApp group for the three of us? So I created a WhatsApp group for the three of us. Every time I went to Dubai Hospital, I used to sit with my sister until chemo session. And then I said to myself, uh, what can I do to the other patients? They also suffer, same with my sister. They don't have also family. Sometimes they just only came also by themselves and no one taking care of them. Some I saw they are crying in one corner. So I said to myself, 
what can I do? The only thing that I did at that time is to pray for them. So every time my sister have a chemo in Dubai hospital, I make it a point to pray for them. I prayed for them, I took the number, and then I got 50 patients on my mobile. And then I found out that Lama's advice is so interesting and it will benefit the cancer patient. So I asked her, can we add this cancer patient that I met in the White Hospital? So Lama said, yeah, you add. So I add one, I add two, I add three, I add four, and so many until we reach 70 in one week. What? In one week. So after one week, one of the patients requests to meet together. So after two weeks, we meet together. Mm -hmm. So for the preparation of a small time, we met together in one of the hotels here in Dubai. So 80 or 90 people are, are there. So that's, the, so that's the start. Serendipity was an important part of the next chapter of Maya and her sister's journey. When Lama reached out to the sister, she had unknowingly planted the seeds for a wonderful union. What started out as a three-person WhatsApp group sharing healthy lifestyle tips evolved into a dedicated support network for a diverse and active community of patients, survivors, and caregivers in the region. So we changed the name before our name is Healthy Lifestyle. So after the events, Lama called me up and then she told me, Maya, is that okay with you if we change the name? I said, yeah, it's okay for me. Then she told me, can we call the group Blessed? I said, yeah, sure. Then I asked, when do you get the name? And then she told me, I get the name Blessed from one of your messages in the morning for your devotion. Yeah. So that Blessed gave birth to a, to a group and to a support group right now. And we are running for two years now, but we help a lot. People who know Blessed, they know who is blessed behind blessed. Really, really amazing. Honestly, it's, it's very commendable that you're consistent and that you do help everybody in the community through whatever they want and whatever they need and without even asking for anything in return, which is unheard of in today's time. I think most importantly is you have compassion with the people. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't have compassion, it will never work out. True. If you want only, if you want somebody to recognize you as who you are, yeah. I mean, it will not succeed. It's not sustainable, right? You no. want that recognition once, you want the recognition and twice, no. but then you're never really thinking long term. Yeah. And you never really create a bond or relationship yeah. with the people that you are caring for. Yeah, yeah it will not work out. So, yeah. most important with a patient, they want personal give and touch. Yeah. You can talk with, with the patient. I usually give time actually with the patient because I saw with my sister mm -hmm. what she going through when after one week you have to raise money mm. for twelve thousand. How are we going to raise that for twelve thousand for twenty one days? How? How are we going to su survive? But God is good because Every time before it happened, the money is already ready and it's already, you know, everything is fixed. Mm -hmm. That's a good thing because, you know, if you have a God, if you have a big God, bigger than cancer, you will overcome the problem. Mm -hmm. That's why I passed on 
to the patients because I know what they're going through. Mm -hmm. So I spend time with them. Even though I'm so tired at night, if someone want to come with me and they invited me for a jogging, even though I'm so tired, but you know the patients. Yeah. Can we have a moment with you? Let's go for a walk. I said, okay, yeah, I cannot turn down. Yeah. I cannot turn down because I know the feeling. So I give time. I share my time mm -hmm. because not only by money. Yeah. You can share your time, which is very important for the patients. Mm -hmm. The time we have patients who are in retail. Mm -hmm. Every time I go to pass by to the center, mm -hmm. if I remember her, I really pass by and talk to her and ask how are you, what are you going to right now, when will be the next checkup, so are you feeling okay, so I do that. Yeah, no, that's amazing because yeah. that gives people a sense of warmth and a sense that someone cares about them. Yeah, and I just also, doing that for yeah. somebody can make such a big difference to their life and to their healing as well. Yeah. I also used to connect with uh, relatives. If I have a kids here, daughter or brother here, I usually talk also with, mm -hmm. with them. Just to have an interaction and also know that we are here blessed. We can support, not only financially, emotionally, spiritually, and physically. Mm -hmm. Because not during that time I told you, we didn't get any kind of support. Yeah, or guidance no. on how to approach the whole no. situation. Yeah. No, I cry while I'm walking. I don't know what I'm going to next day. I want to talk to my sister, but you know the condition of my sister. I cannot tell to her yeah. that this is what else I'm going to. I cannot. Yeah. And I'm, I'm a shock absorber. Yeah. <laughs> so you're a pillar of strength. Yeah. yeah. You were a very, very strong caregiver who was always there for your sister, but other people as well. How do you fortify yourself emotionally, psychologically? Um, and even with knowledge, to make sure that you're always giving your consistent best to people who need you. I give me strength every morning, that I can, you know, pass it on, the goodness of God to the people. Like what I said, if you don't have passion with the people, if you don't have the heart, you cannot do that alone. Because personal expenses, I expend my taxi, sitting with them. Yeah. <laughs> you cannot only sit <laughs> with empty stomach. <laughs> I do that without any without return. any return, yeah. yeah. And which the patient feel that to me, mm -hmm. how I care. And because I have passion with the people, maybe that's the reason why. Mm -hmm. But everything comes from God. Really. Yeah. I cannot boast. There's also a time when I'm here already, then somebody called me because she don't have anybody with to go with her for the checkup. Mm -hmm. And the checkup is to Tawam. Yeah. Oh, that's so I have yeah I have to run and go with her, accompany her. So you then, drive her there? Yeah, by bus. Oh, by bus. Okay. Yeah, it's because a long she journey. she don't have car and I don't have car. Yeah. So oh, wow. okay. all the way from Dubai to Tawam Hospital, going back to Dubai Hospital because somebody is waiting for me there for the medicines. Yeah. Because we we are also giving medicine. Mm -hmm. So the patients also waiting for me. Because the medicine is with me, I had to deliver to the by hospital. Then from the by hospital, I have to come back here again because I have still work. Oh wow! Okay. In place yeah. and in module. Yeah. 
you have to balance your time and your yeah. energy as well. That shows dedication as well and passion. Yeah, that's yeah. why I'm so blessed with my boss. I'm so blessed with Lama. Yeah. Because she's so very supportive. And mm -hmm. not only that, she knows that I'm so loaded with a patient and she will go into how are you? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. No, it helps you actually fulfill the passion of yours yeah. to help people. Again, you're very lucky that Lama understands the nature of this help that you're giving and the impact of it. Yeah. Because she knows, she knows what the whole procedure is she, and she knows the gaps that exist in the procedure that can negatively affect people's lives if they don't have that support system. Spiritually, we have a group of people in blessed mm -hmm. wherein they are, their mission is only to pray, pray for the patients. Okay, yeah. And this is one good thing for blessed. Wow, yeah. There is one department in blessed wherein they are, they, they are supporter, they are just you know, if someone asks for a prayer in place, they will go into WhatsApp and messages, please pray for me, like that. Then one, two, three will go into pop up, pop up, and then we'll go into altar prayer for that specific person or patient who's asking for the prayer. So that's one good for blessed. Through Blessed, Maya's dedication to the cause is evident in her selfless efforts to reach out and commit significant time to helping cancer patients. She acts as a family member would by being present at chemotherapy sessions, offering love and warmth, and providing strength through guidance. A large source of stress for many patients in the region is funding. Most don't know how to manage their funds when faced with adversity. Communicating with their families is another challenge. While the blessed community is invaluable in the way that it guides patients and their families, and therefore reduces feelings of anxiety and isolation. Lama also started a unique and practical clothing line, which can now be found online and in Mojo Gallery in Al Sarkal Avenue, Dubai, under the name of Blessed. Proceeds from the clothing line go towards supporting cancer patients. What we can offer to them is do that pop-up shop, which already knows every Friday we, we do that. So all the 100% of that profit will go to cancer patient. So she designed all the clothes mm -hmm. and 100% goes to the cancer patient. The profit will go to the cancer patients. So I wanted to ask, what is your advice to other potential people who are interested in being a caregiver like you? People who want to help out, people who want to make that impact just like you have. There's a lot of kind people here, but the thing is time. Mm -hmm. So if you don't have time, you don't have passion to the person or to the people around you, I think it will not really work out. It's good that you know our church very supportive mm -hmm. and caring for the patients. We have another group of people which is called H&M, which is also involved in BLESS. They are visiting people or patients who are confined in different hospitals here. So they are also doing that every week. Mm. They go every week and they build a bond, a friendship, or they create that environment of safety for the patient, that yeah. they're there for support and for any guidance as well. Yeah. And where do you see BLESSED going? What's your ideal vision of BLESSED over the next couple of years? To see that, you know, BLESSED will grow not only a support group, but we can help physically, emotionally, not in a small... We're just only starting, right? Yeah. So we cannot spread our wings high, but yeah. That's what I want to, to be, to, to help many people 
not only financially because really my aim my my goal is to spread the good news yes aside yeah. from the passions of lama okay. i support lama through to all her design and for her dedication to help also people because lama is so kind because she been through the same situation with the patient that's why she understand thank you so much by the way for sharing your thoughts and your motivations and your passion for being involved with blessed and for being probably one of the best caregivers I could have ever heard of for your own sister for Josefina I can really imagine the amazing things that you will do in the future as well for people who are looking for support because your passion is as consistent as it can be and that is unique and that really shows how how blessed you are and how you're trying to spread the word to make sure other people see how blessed they are as well through whatever they go through so I really appreciate it Maya thank you for your time you're you're most welcome anytime you can come and visit us here So from Maya's journey as a caregiver, we can clearly see that faith and patience played a large role in creating positive opportunities for the sisters. Her story teaches us that it's not impossible to make a difference in others' lives. Regardless of your busy schedule or the challenges that may arise, you just need to have genuine passion and energy to give. At the same time, it is vital that you fortify yourself throughout the process so that you can give your best to those who need you the most. That brings us to the end of another Heroes of Cancer podcast. Stay tuned for our next episode where we bring you more insights into the lives of our community's heroes. If you would like to be featured in our podcast or simply want to learn more about us, reach out via email mentioned in our bio or through Facebook, Instagram or Twitter. We would love to hear from you and wish you a beautiful day ahead filled with happiness.